Hello, and welcome back to The Padded Room. I'm Margo, here with Wayne, and this is Talking Tech with Wayne, the podcast dedicated to discussing smartphones, smart homes, and everything in between. This show is a promise of information freely given to all that seek it, and that is a pact between us and all of you. Log into our website, www.talking-tech.org, all lowercase, and click the join the discussion button to, well, join the discussion. While there, check out TV shows or click the schedule a call button to explore how you can bring a Talking Tech discussion group to your local church or community center. We also have a helpline where trained technicians are ready to answer your questions 24-7. And best of all, it's 100% free. That number is 215-406-HELP. 215-406-4357. We've discussed online safety for parents and grandparents for the last few episodes. Today, we'll be wrapping the topic up. So, moving along, Wayne, we know many parents and grandparents are concerned about their children and grandchildren's safety online. Can you talk about parental controls and how to navigate them? Definitely, Margo. Parental controls are a valuable tool for managing young ones' online activities. These software tools allow parents to restrict access to certain content, limit string times, and even monitor online activity. That sounds really helpful, but I'm guessing there could be a steep learning curve to get familiar with those settings. That can be the case. Each device or platform usually has its own set of controls and can take some time to learn how to use them. However, there are many guides and tutorials available online, and the effort is worth it for the added protection it provides for our children and and grandchildren. That's reassuring to hear. It's good to know tools are available to help us keep our loved ones safe online. Now, one topic that's often in the news is oversharing online. How can we teach children about the potential risk involved? Great question, Margo. It's a topic that many parents and grandparents find tricky. The key is to start the conversation early. Teach them that whatever they share online can be seen by others and sometimes even stay there forever. So it's really about making them understand the concept of digital permanence. Exactly. It's important to explain the notion of a digital footprint. Remember, we discussed that in, the last, in our last episode. Everything they post, every comment they make, contributes to this footprint. And in a way, it's like a public record of their online behavior, which others can see, including future employers or college. It sounds like these type of discussions must be made more than once. Absolutely. It's not a one-and-done conversation. 
As they grow older and their online activities evolve, the conversation should too. It's about fostering an ongoing dialogue around on online. Now, moving on to monitoring children's online activities, what is the best approach for parents and grandparents to take? Well, Margo, it's all about balance. It's important to respect their privacy and ensure they navigate the internet safely. Begin by having open discussions about what sites they are using, what games they are playing, and who they're interacting with online. So instead of spying, it's more about being involved and guiding them. Precisely. Additionally, most devices and apps have built-in parental control features. These can limit access to certain content, manage screen time, and monitor online behavior. Those are excellent points. But it's not just about putting restrictions, is it? Is it also about teaching them to make good decisions? Absolutely. The ultimate goal is to empower them to use the internet responsibly. This includes being respectful to others online, understanding that not everything they see on the internet is true, and knowing what to do if they encounter something uncomfortable. Cyberbullying is a growing concern for children, parents, and grandparents. Wayne, could you please explain what it is and how it might occur? Of course, Margo. Cyberbullying is bullying that takes place over digital devices like cell phones, computers, and tablets. It can occur through SMS, text, and apps, or online on social media forums or gaming platforms where people can view, participate, or share content. It isn't very comforting to think how pervasive it is with so many digital platforms available to our kids. You're absolutely right. Unfortunately, the online world has become another avenue for harassment. Cyberbullying includes sending, posting, or sharing negative, harmful, false, or even mean content about someone else. It can include sharing personal or private information about someone else, causing embarrassment or humiliation. Now that we've discussed what cyberbullying is, Wayne, can you share some advice on how to address and report this form of bullying? Absolutely, Margo. First, it's essential to establish open lines of communication with your children or grandchildren. Encourage them to talk to you if they experience or witness cyberbullying. Communication is indeed key. Yes, and secondly, it's important to save evidence. This can be screenshots, emails, or messages which can help when reporting bullying. Now that seems like a useful approach. It really is. And finally, most social media platforms and online services have ways to report abusive content. Make sure you and your kids are aware of these features. And in se severe cases, it may be necessary to involve local law enforcement. These are all essential points. It's so important that we're proactive in helping our young ones navigate these online threats. 
Cyberbullying is a serious issue. Wayne, can you talk about how we can teach kids to behave respectfully online? Of course. First, it's about setting a good example. Kids also often mimic the behaviors they see. So if they see us behaving responsibly and considerably online, they're more likely to do the same. The old saying, actions speak louder than words, seems to apply here. Precisely. Secondly, have open discussions about online etiquette and behavior. Ensure they understand the impact of their words and actions in the digital world and that being behind the screen doesn't absolve them of their responsibilities towards others. Respect for others is a universal principle, online or offline. Absolutely. And lastly, encourage empathy. Teach them to consider how they would feel if someone else treated them in a certain way online and use that as a basis for how they should treat others. Well said. Empathy should be at the core of our online interactions. As we near the end of this episode, let's talk about the future. Technology is evolving at a breakneck pace. How might this impact online safety? That's an excellent question, Margot. As technology advances, it offers both opportunities and challenges for online safety. For instance, artificial intelligence and machine learning can particularly provide more robust cybersecurity defenses. They can help detect fraudulent activities or threats quicker than ever before. That sounds promising. Yes, but there's another side to the coin. With advancements, there are also new methods for cyber criminals to exploit. For example, deep fakes are an emerging threat. They are convincing fo- forgeries of a person's likeness used in videos and images, which can be used maliciously. It's like an ongoing battle between the good and bad guys. Exactly. It's a race to stay one step ahead. However, with awareness and education, we can equip ourselves and our children with the tools to stay safe online in the evolving digital landscape. A truly insightful view on the future of online safety. Fascinating. You just mentioned AI and machine learning. Wayne, how can these technologies actually enhance our online security? Artificial intelligence and machine learning are increasingly used in cybersecurity applications. They can analyze vast amounts of data more quickly and accurately than humans. They can recognize patterns and detect anomalies that might indicate a cyber attack. So they can alert us about possible threats? Precisely. Machine learning algorithms are used in anti-spam filters, phishing detection, and in recognizing malicious URLs or files. They can adapt and learn from new new threats, making them very effective in our ever-growing, ever-evolving online world. That's quite a relief to know we've had such advanced technologies working to keep us safe. Yes, these technologies are crucial to the fight against cybercrime. 
However, it's important to remember that technology alone isn't enough. We must still take personal precautions, remain vigilant, and continue educating ourselves about the potential threats and how to avoid them. Wow, this discussion has been incredibly informative and engaging. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Online safety is such a broad and important topic, it's crucial for everyone, not just parents and grandparents, to stay informed and proactive in protecting ourselves and our families. That's absolutely right. To summarize what we've talked about, we've taken a journey from understanding the basic concepts of the digital world to the potential risk and threats that come with it. Yes. And we have also discussed the importance of a digital footprint and how it's created, along with ways to protect ourselves online by setting strong passwords, using secure networks, and avoiding sharing sensitive personal information. And remember, we've also covered... Exactly. It's been an enriching conversation. I hope our listeners have found this information valuable and feel more equipped to navigate the digital world. Information about ensuring online safety for our kids and grandkids, addressing cyberbullying, and the potential future of online safety with artificial intelligence and machine learning. Well said, Margot. I'm certain they do. Remember, folks, the internet is a wonderful tool but just like any tool, we must use it wisely. So stay safe, stay informed, and let's make the online world safer for all of us. Absolutely. Open and honest communication is vital when it comes to online safety. It's often easy to assume that children, being digital natives, understand all the intricacies of online platforms. However, their understanding of risks involved might need to be more comprehensive. Before we sign off, there's one more point we'd like to emphasize. The importance of open communication within the family about online safety. Wayne, could you explain why this is so important? Right, Margo. Parents and grandparents should have regular conversations with their children about the sites they visit, the people they interact with, and the information they share. Making an open dialogue where kids feel comfortable asking questions or expressing concerns. That's an interesting point. So it's about more than just understanding the platforms, but understanding the potential threats and how to handle them. Absolutely. It's not about inviting their privacy, but about ensuring their safety. Remember, knowledge is power, and the more our children or grandchildren know about online safety, the safer they will be. That makes a lot of sense. Regular check-ins and discussions could potentially prevent a dangerous situation from occurring. The crucial communication point for our is key to take away in ensuring online safety. Let's strive to make the digital world a secure place for ourselves and future generations. Absolutely. Margo, it's been a pleasure discussing online safety today. Absolutely. As with all of the information we share here, flex your Google search muscles, log into our website, 
www.talking-tech.org or call our helpline. And that number is 215-406-HELP. That's 215-406-4357. Well, I see that's all the time I have for today. It has been my pleasure to be here and I look forward to the next time we can do it again. I wish you all a farewell. Talking Tech with Wayne podcast was produced by Great Geek Productions, hosted by Margo Jones and Wayne Hunter. Music was Transpasser Blue Jazz by Stephen Kartenberg. Mm-hmm.